the Dorky Diva Show. I'm your host, Savannah. And I'm Brian. And welcome to our Mandalorian after show. Yeah, the one that's... we're calling this? Well, uh, it can be called The Unasked For. It can be called The Unintentional, because Mm -hmm. we did not plan on doing a Mandalorian after show, but then the episode came out and you couldn't help yourself. Yeah. So (laughs) this is I Have Spoken. I Have Spoken. Probably best that we waited, huh? Mm -hmm, So we can have mm -hmm. a... We can have a good, a good little title that people yeah. are like, "Oh, Ugnaughts," and we're like, "Yep, same." We friend. love them. Same. Yep. Um, I'm just gonna preface this by saying this will definitely be a very spoilery episode. Yep. So if you haven't seen the first episode, that's all we're gonna be talking about today is the first number episode one of the Mandalorian. Yep. If you haven't seen the first one. Just wait and listen to this show after you see it because yep. there's going to be so many things that we're going to talk about that you will want to experience when you're watching the episode, not from us talking about it. <laughs> yep, exactly. Exactly. So it is, uh, as we're recording this, it is Friday morning, the 15th. Yep. And by this time, another episode of the show has already come out, but trying to be a really good wifey and wait for my husband to get home from work so every time the mandalorian comes out i actually am going to wait until the end of the day so that i can watch it with my husband when he gets home from work so technically we could talk about two episodes today but we're only going to talk about the first one because that's all that i've seen yep so you're a better spouse than i will ever be well it's different because monique is not like super into star wars either that's true that's true she is a fan but she's not like don't watch without me yeah because she knows and my husband my husband and i we haven't really bonded over star wars since uh the clone wars was out Mm -hmm. because um he's not a huge fan of the sequel trilogy he liked rebels but didn't love rebels he's not really like emotionally invested in that show um neither of us watch resistance and uh we love rogue one but you know it's been a little while since that movie came out so anyways it was really exciting to to see the trailer for the mandalorian and show it to him and like he actually responded well to it and that's why i was like okay i have to wait and watch this with him because i want to see his reaction like i want us to share this together Mm um and uh, I guess it was earlier this year we watched the final season of Game of Thrones together, and it was like my favorite thing every week, uh, watching the new episode together. So that's why I'm waiting. That's it's a good really reason. Hard guys, it was so hard on Tuesday. I was like distraught. <laughs> I called Brian and I was like, "It's so hard." You did. You're like, "Just talk to me for six hours," and I was yeah. like, "Yeah, all right, I'll do my best." Yeah. yeah, I I usually have so much stuff to do during the day that it's fine like the time goes by so fast yeah tuesday felt like the longest day of my life literally and i work in social media so i was really trying to not check social media because i didn't want to be spoiled but in some cases i had to because that's my job so that was a little stressful i was like please i don't want to see anything that i don't want to see yeah you gotta tread lightly tread lightly i didn't tell monique that i'd watched it (laughs) <laughs> oh you didn't you act no. like it was your first time yeah like she knew no way like she was like you know you can watch it i understand because she is a big fan but she's not obsessive like i am um right. and so she, she was has like self-control she, yeah she understands you know what i mean and i was like okay cool blah blah, blah. so i didn't tell her anything i wasn't like i saw it it was great i was like 
come home so we can watch it. And she was like, oh, yeah. Right, my boy. And then when she watched it, she was like way into it. And I was like, this Aww. is the greatest thing ever. That's awesome. Yep. It really was. It really was. So what did Sean think of the first episode? Um, he loved it. The only thing that he's not really into right now is the music. Okay. And the music felt really odd to me as well the first time I watched it. Mm-hmm. But there was one part in the episode, and we'll talk about it later. There's one part in the episode where the music was like freaking awesome. And I literally fist pumped, like double <laughs> fist pumped when I was watching it for the first time. Um, so the only thing he's not super on board with is the music, but I get it because it's so different from anything we've heard before in Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it'll grow on him. I think it's just a little, um, like, I don't know. It's a little alarming at first cause you're like, Oh, you know, everything's so unfamiliar. Sure. Sure. So, but other than that, he really liked everything, which was a huge surprise cause usually he doesn't like anything. <laughs> sure. Sure. That's all right. Monique yeah. also really liked it. I, I She's funny because she's very blunt, um, which is one of my favorite things about her. And yeah. I asked her, I was like, so what What do you think? She's like, that was really good. And I was like, mm, yes. Yeah. We, you were like, I love you. I was like, this is the greatest. <laughs> just grab her face, be like, you've made a terrible mistake. Uh, yeah. And it was just awesome. It's awesome. So Aww. let's do this. Can I, before we like go any further, I got to read this text from my mom. <laughs> Okay. That she sent me this morning. Mama Kiefer. Uh, and there's a part that I'm going to skip because it is it is a spoiler and we're going to talk about this spoiler later, but I'm yep. just going to not mention it here. Mm-hmm. She texted me this morning at 7.30 and she said, I'm getting my hair done, so I had time to watch The Mandalorian Episode 2 while my color processes. <laughs> and then she said, OMG, this show, the music, the freaking spoiler. Yep. It's the best Star Wars thing to come out in forever. I agree. And I just said, I can't watch it until tonight. And then she said, we'll have to discuss after you watch. And then she was like, do you know if I can buy the music anywhere? And I was like, wow, I love you, Mom. <laughs> so that was really cool. It's like, yes. That was really cool. Yes, you My can, mom is Mama a big Keeper. Star Wars fan, but she's usually just like, eh. I don't know, just like casual. She's like, oh, yeah, I liked it. And now she's like, this is the best Star Wars thing ever. <laughs> yep. Yep. So that's awesome. It's crazy. So. Yeah. Let's do this. What were your initial thoughts having watched the first episode? Um, my first initial thoughts were, wow, I love that, but wow, something's felt weird. Okay. And it's only because that's how I feel when I watch any new Star Wars movie. I, Obviously, I, I haven't understand. had this experience with a show because with animation, it's just like totally different. Um, but the beginning of the show, I was like, I'm a little uncomfortable. Like I, I couldn't figure out the humor just yet because I thought it was going to be super, super serious. And then I was like, oh, this is kind of funny. Um, so it took me a few minutes to settle in. But once I settled in, I was like, OMG. Everything yeah. looks so good. Yeah. And everything was just like, I think I was a little overstimulated because I had waited <laughs> all day that I was like so anxious and ready to watch right that my eyes were just like all over the freaking place when I was watching it right um but I loved it and I like during the credits with that music that was playing I was just like wow we are living in the best time of Star Wars right now yep yep I agree and when you see directed by Dave Filoni I know a little weepy my god yep I love that man I, uh, so I was at work when it dropped cause it dropped mm-hmm. at like 1220 or whatever it was. It was very early in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and I was like, well, I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty crazy when it comes to spoilers. I will admit, um, I'm a little a little bit. You know, I I am I'm, I take this especially Star Wars vi- way too seriously for sure. Um, and I know there's going to be some butthole that's going to be like, hey, I just watched the episode and here's a bunch of pictures of it. And yeah. I was not going to subject myself to that. So I went out to my car. As soon as it dropped, I turned on my phone. I ended up being late for the rest of the night, which, worth it. Uh, and actually, my my immediate reaction is on a video on Twitter. If you guys want to check it And out. he's just like, <laughs> I can't even do it because your mouth is just hanging open for like 30 <laughs> seconds. And then you're like, whoa, or whatever, whatever you say at the end. Yeah. Yeah, I just said what and then started yelling. Um, yeah. But it's, yeah, I, I mean, incredible. It's Star Wars at its best. And, and yeah. that, that was some of the things I said afterwards. I was like, oh, my God, they did it. You know, it just, it was, it was perfect. There was nothing about it that I was like, eh, I wasn't really feeling that part. I was like, oh, my God, there's so many aliens. Like, there's a, I think it's a majority aliens. I think the only humans we see are a few in the bar, the bartender, uh, Grief, and Werner Herzog, maybe, and, and everyone the doctor else, guy. yeah, the doctor. So you're talking about like ten out of like fifty that were on screen. It's amazing. It's well, amazing. there were other humans roaming around like the marketplace kind of area. And they stuff, don't count. But... There, there was a Twi'lek in there. She's wandering oh, around with really? her headscarf. I know. Yeah. Gosh, it's it was such a cool experience watching that in my living room. Yeah. Like, <laughs> sure. Because when when the Clone Wars came out, like I remember watching that on TV and then when the Netflix, you know, season 6 The Lost Missions came out, I watched that on my laptop. But with Rebels, I was in college when Rebels came out and I only watched it on my laptop through like Disney Now or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Um so it's been a long time since I watched new Star Wars on my television for the first time yep and it's so cool it's so freaking cool it is i love it it is directed by dave filoni he made his live action debut he's so amazing and i'm just so happy for him and i love that everyone is so happy for him i agree nobody does this for anybody else working in star wars i feel like and we're all just like we will all do this giant group hug around you, yeah. Dave Filoni. <laughs> Maybe it's because we, I mean, one, he's just an incredible man. Like, you can tell he just gives off light. I think it's because he's, like, one of us. I, yeah, I think so. And we've seen him come up. You know what I mean? It's not like yeah. the other directors were like, well, I've seen your other movies, and those aren't very Star Wars to me. Right. Uh, whereas Dave, everyone knows him from Clone Wars. And Clone right. Wars was his. You know what I mean? Like, it was him and George Lucas, and then George left, and then it's Dave's thing right so you're like okay he's trained by the maker he has given us star wars that we love that came from him and then rebels comes around it's awesome from him so -hmm. when he makes the live action debut you're like oh what if what if that guy that we already love got into the other arena and we're like yeah of course like that's our that's our guy like he's been our guy for so long that no matter what he does it's like we got you it's it's he's an example of fandom at its best you know what i mean i I feel like I have an appreciation for him more than kind of anybody else working on Star Wars right now. Other yep. than Kathleen <laughs> Um Fair. Because it feels like we know him personally. Yeah. yeah. Because when you go to conventions and you run into him, he will always stop and chat or take a photo. Or if you just, if he, if he is in a hurry and you're just like, I love you, Dave Filoni, or wow, I love the Clone Wars or whatever. He's always just like, thank you. And he's just so grateful. And 
you know he's a fan and you know he's so appreciative for everything that he gets to do in Star Wars. Yep, I agree. And he's constantly blowing our minds. Like yesterday, because Disney Plus is freaking awesome. I freaking love Disney Plus, guys. <laughs> Same. Uh, yesterday Same. I watched um, Wolves in a Door and World Between Worlds for the second time ever. Like uh-huh. I've, I've only ever seen this episode once. And nice. I watched those and I was like, oh my God, I love Dave Filoni. <laughs> <laughs> so... Yeah, he's yeah. just the best. Anyways, back he to is. The show. <laughs> he really is. I mean, this is part. Of, this is part of it. You know, it's all so Falone, great. as yeah. his wife says, which is hilarious. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I think he's. I think he's great. I'm so excited that he is getting the reaction because I'm sure he was super nervous. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, like he even says, like in some of the interviews, you know, he's like, "I'm just so glad you guys like it." Aww, you know, because like this so isn't hard. his arena. Like he's learning on the job. Well, and everyone is just so critical these days. Yes, especially of live action. Because right. live action, everyone is going to watch. Right. Not everyone, you're not even watching Resistance. Not everybody right. watched Rebels. Not everybody right. watched Clone Wars. We, in our circles, that's our jam. But the general public isn't like dissecting every episode of Rebels. You know what I mean? Exactly. But everyone is watching The Mandalorian. So, right. like, the stake involved in, like, the. The kind of one foot in, one foot out Star Wars fans are going to be there, and they're all going to have an opinion. Mm-hmm. So the fact that it went off so well, I'm like, damn right, Dave. Good job. Yeah. You did it, yeah. you know? And like he and earned his way. Yeah, he did. And it's great because you and I had probably the highest ex- expectations ever for this show. 100%. And the fact that it, I feel like it exceeded my expectations. Absolutely. It feels so good. It feels so good. I agree. I agree. Because, I mean, this was, there was a lot weighing on this show, not just on its own merits, but also this is the future of Star Wars. Right. You know what I mean? Like, George Lucas himself was like, Star Wars will eventually stop being movies and be TV series. That's what he, like, like the headliner of Disney Plus. When you go to Disney Plus, that's the first thing you see. It's true. It's true. So, that's huge. It's massive. And it worked. And it was so good. Name. Okay, so let's like dive right into it let's because do it. I want to talk about the first scene. Same. Because it was so weird for me to watch it. Was it? Like, it okay, was, talk to yes. me. Why? I I don't know why. It's, it hasn't been an issue when I've rewatched it, but I had a really hard time hearing the characters in that first scene. Probably oh. my heart was beating so fast that I couldn't hear. Okay. Because I could just hear my heartbeat. I <laughs> swear, <laughs> that's probably <laughs> a thing. <laughs> I was like... <laughs> um, <laughs> And the blue alien guy, what's his I name? I love him! Methol. Methol. Methol? Yeah, Methol. M-Y-T-H-O-L. Methol. Methol. Yeah. He threw I me off because, so the, I mean, the makeup is amazing. Yes. But it weirded me out how I could see his actual lips and his actual eyes, and it was just, like, too real, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, whoa. Yeah. And then the guy talking in another language, and yeah. then there was like a little bit of humor, and I was just like, what is going on here? So it, it was a little jarring at first, um, but it not bad in any way, but I was just like, uh, what is happening? <laughs> was like, my eyes were just like, there's so much to take in right now. <laughs> I felt like Christmas morning, because Aww. it was literally everything I love. There was an alien, like, how many, how many years have I yelled into this microphone asking for more alien speaking roles? Too many. Too many. Before we had the podcast, (laughs) you were yelling into the abyss. That's right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Now you guys have to listen to me. I've got your ears now. (laughs) And for real, guys, 
one, he looks amazing. It's a new alien, and it mm. it fits. You know what I mean? Because that was one thing that like, th- there's a specific feel that Star Wars aliens have to them, where you're like, I don't know about this one. You know what I mean? Like, it's good, but I don't know. This one's all right. This one's treading the line here. Uh, whereas this guy, I was like, oh my god, he's like a fish person. This is great, and he, his coloring was so cool. And then I love the in the in universe lore behind it when he's like, oh, he's young. They have glands that give off a musk. Yeah. And we could, I'm like, oh, so down. And later on when he was like, I'm molting. And yeah. I'm like, it's I love it so much. And the fact that the human was speaking a different language, but the mm-hmm. alien was speaking basic. I'm like, this is the best. And then they get into a fight. I didn't even like, put that together. Yeah. Yeah. Right? And then I <laughs> I do love the pack when he puts the puck down. He's like, oh, is that... Is that me? me? <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> oops, you know, thanks for saving me. Here's some money. Uh, oh, you're here for me. That turn, I was like, oh, my God, this is the greatest thing ever. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Dude got cut in half by a door. That was crazy. Um, and that was the biggest. That was crazy. That was the biggest Quarren I've ever seen. He's huge. Yeah. He's like six yeah. and a half feet tall. Yeah. And he looks so cool. God, he looks so cool. I was so down. I love it. Love the opening scene. It was pretty neat. I liked the whole Quarren getting cut in half by the door thing a lot. Yeah, I liked same. how they did it. You it's don't like, see oh. it, but you know what happens. Exactly. Exactly. Good job, Dave. You and your yeah. you and your reveal shots of like, oh, oh, we know what happened without being gratuitous. Mm-hmm. Well mm-hmm. done, Feloni. Yep. Yep. I just need a shirt that says well done, Feloni. Falone. Falone. Well done, Falone. Yeah. I, I see you've made your directorial debut, Falone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'd be so good. So they take him. Yep, they take him, and then there's a giant whale monster. Oh there's wait, a... wait, let me let me go back because we have the flute man. Yeah, we have a ferryman. A ferryman. We, we have a ferryman. And the Mandalorian clearly does not like droids. He does not like <laughs> droids, so they call for a, a second taxi. The fa- mm-hmm. That flute thing was pretty cool. Let's be honest. That threw me off too. I was like, <laughs> what is going on? That uh, the whole beginning part, I was just like. What is happening here? <laughs> I that feeling is like one of my favorite feelings in Star Wars. Just oh, me like, too. What? What? Like, yeah, you know, it's not that I didn't like it. It's just I I love watching new stuff for the first time. It's so exciting. Yeah, and like you know, the, another uh, unofficial tagline of the Dorky Diva Show: Weird Star Wars is good Star Wars. Like that's the mm-hmm. best. You know, be- yeah. it's best Star Wars. And I love things, and not even just in Star Wars, but other things that are that they just are. You know, they mm-hmm. don't need an explanation. It's like, right. oh, this is what it is. Like, oh, the ferryman, obviously, he's got a flute thing, and then the flute thing calls Duh. the taxi. And like, of course. You know what I mean? It's not like, hold on a second while I take out my taxi flute and play yeah. these notes, and it'll bring the droid one. Oh, played the wrong note. Let's get you a person one. And it's like, yeah. no, just pay attention, you know? Yeah. So good. Then Brian Posehn shows up, who's a super well-known comedian, yeah. but who I recognized right away because he has I... such a distinctive voice. I knew he was familiar, but I didn't place who he was immediately. But yep. I liked his character a lot. I liked his little outfit. And everything. Yeah. Very well-known comedian. I like Brian Posehn a lot. Um, mm-hmm. So they they take the taxi to the shipyard where they got his ship. Mm-hmm. Um, Love the ship, by the way. Ship Love is very ship. cool. Very, very, very cool. Very shiny. Very beautiful. Love yeah. It. Same. Same, same, same. And then we get this walrus alligator thing. That's so cool. Also loved that. <laughs> Same. It's I so cool. I feel like mo- new monsters in Star Wars are such a risk because, like, I mean, like, the Rathars and the Maul, like, all those right. things 
sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. And this one definitely worked. I loved it. I agree. I agree. Like that's an example of one that like. I was kind of hoping for like a Zillow Beast though. Not gonna lie. Oh, that would have been cool. Yeah, I like this. Was still great. This was so is a walrus. I mean, who would have thought? It's a walrus yeah. with like an alligator's back, yeah. which is so awesome. I, uh, I really liked it. Oh, go ahead. I really liked it. It was awesome. The visual effects are. Oh, incredible. Freaking amazing. I think that's something that I always worry about with TV shows is like how good will the graphics be? Right. And right. all of the creatures and things that you you know were definitely not there in real life yep. for the show all looked amazing. Absolutely agreed. Amazing. We got a couple buddies that worked on it and they killed it. Yes. Charmaine. They totally did. Charmaine's amazing. Hal. I I uh, may have taken pictures of everybody's names in the credits that I know. Oh, same, same. I literally texted Blake. I was like, "Look at you." I know. <laughs> I know. And the sound—that's another thing. The 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 sound in this, mm-hmm. like not just the music, but like the foley and the sound effects and like. So good. Oh, so cool. Even like that guy in the bar that was like scraping the knife across his chest plate. I was like, "Oh, it sounds so cool." Yeah. Yeah, that was cool. Loved that whole it. part was just cool. Loved it. Get a little holiday special nod here. Mm-hmm. You know, by him zapping the the walrus alligator thing. I was like, And oh. then later on the blue guy yeah. talks about life day. He does. He does. So I love great. that John Favreau loves the holiday special. Like unironically loves the holiday special. Yeah. yeah. So they, they get away and Methal's like, I gotta I gotta evacuate <laughs> which is which is <laughs> gonna go be potty. That's gonna be my new term now. I'm gonna yeah. start using that. Be like, excuse me everyone. I must evacuate. And they're like, yeah. what? It's like, yeah, I haven't evacuated since the solstice. You're like, all right, all right. Gross, but all right. <laughs> so that was cool. We found out, we get a little view of the Razor Crest. His yep. ship goes downstairs a little bit. He's got a carbon freezing chamber in the ship. Which is amazing. That's so cool. By the way, up till this point, still, the Mandalorian has not spoken. Nope. <laughs> so awesome. All. So awesome. Oh, well, wait, he no, said he no droids. He says no droids. Yep. yep. Sorry. I just realized that when I said it. Yep. Look at Oh, come but on, Savannah. Still. Stop embarrassing me. Sorry. <laughs> I'll just leave now. All right. See you in a bit. Uh, so, yeah, he goes down. We see the first time we see a toilet in Star Wars. That's new. The little vac tube, he called it. Yep. So that was interesting. We see his, like, massive arsenal. There's no privacy there, by the way. Uh, no, you just sit and hang out. You just. You just do your biz in front of everybody if you got visitors over. Yep, yep. Which you know, it's his ship. Like a big poop party. <laughs> yeah, he likes it. He likes an open floor plan. I wonder uh, how the Mandalorian goes to the bathroom. Carefully. I wonder if he has like a butt flap. I bet he does. <laughs> <laughs> if not, he can make one real quick. I will tell you right now. When I used to wear my Shadow Scout costume, going to the bathroom was not fun. It's like wearing a romper, right? Where you got like, but it's worse. And then you're just you have naked. To take so many things off. Yeah, yeah, that's what I've heard. I remember one time. This is like so TMI, but it's hilarious. One time, <laughs> my mom and I were at MegaCon together, and she was like, "I need you to come with me. I need to go to the bathroom," because mm-hmm. she couldn't get her costume off by herself. Yep, yep. There was a. There, I just watched a uh, special. With this comedian named Daniel Sloss. Mm-hmm. And it was amazing. It was really, really good. If anyone has HBO, check it out. Uh, but he talks about uh, women going to the bathroom together. He's like, I've noticed yeah. it. And it's beautiful. You're all there for moral <laughs> support. And then he, he's like, but I know your secrets. 
He goes, if there's three or more going at the same time, it's because one of them is wearing this like all-in-one thing, and they need their Formula One team to get them in and out of it. Because yeah, if they don't, they're naked there. And he's like, then you got to wait for the bouncer. And I was yep. like, mm, glad I'm a My man. My friend Katie wore a jumpsuit to Disney, and she said she basically had to dislocate her shoulder to get her <laughs> arm out of it. <laughs> the plight the of the woman. Stretchy. Yeah. Anyways. Reason number one million why I'm glad I'm a man. But so he finds <laughs> this uh, carbon freezing chamber, and there's like three other bounties that he's caught. Um, and this is another great... Uh, thing that dave did as far as like camera play goes because mm-hmm. while he's talking he's like oh you know i thought i'd be a there for life day you know doesn't look like i'm gonna make it and the mando's right there and he's like probably not you're like oh yeah. oh shoves him in the thing carbon freezes him it's so cool yeah and and then you see the title i love that then whole you see intro. the title same the like little cape thing going across it mm-hmm. so cool yeah. so cool so then after that he basically takes some he he goes to grief carga. Goes right? to get paid. Yep. He lands on the thing, walks through the marketplace, goes can into the just, bounty hunter guild. Can we just talk about how great it is that Carl Weathers is just so beautiful? And of course we can. He's wow. awesome. He's also the new yeah. Wen Jiang as far as press goes. Oh yes. That's who Baze is, in case anyone didn't know. Yes. Because he is he just is. dropping spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see? Okay, wait. L- which one are you talking about? I'm talking about the like four that he dropped in the live stream. <laughs> oh wait, I didn't. They were very quick, and he was talking about like, oh, I did scenes with this guy, and you're like, what? And he's like, oh, and then this, and I was like, hold on, literally mm-hmm. none of what you're talking about has happened. <laughs> mm. Yep, yep, little things. I was watching that pretty late at night with a volume really low, so I don't think I caught that. Um, I was in a theater, so it was <laughs> it's pretty loud. Oh, duh. Have you um, have you seen the one where he? Okay, we're we're like really getting into spoilers now, guys. Okay. So if you haven't watched it, please turn this off. Yep. Um, he did an interview. This was before the first episode came out. He did an interview. It was him, Gina, oh, no. and Pedro, and Grief says. Yeah, and the Mandalorian has basically adopted this little one. And Gina <laughs> looks over and puts her hand on his shoulder. And she's like having a freak out moment. And Pedro is like stone cold, not moving a muscle, <laughs> no. not making any expression. And Carl just <laughs> continues to go. And he just left it at that. But Gina oh, probably no. had like a freaking heart attack right there. It's it's on oh YouTube. The, it's a Collider interview. And it's so funny because her reaction is like, I mean, you wouldn't really pick up on it. Right, because they don't address it, but... Right, and in the interview, the guy interviewing him just didn't even... He just kept going, too, and it's not like it was that big of a deal, but when you know what happens... Oh, my God. It was so funny. That's hilarious. So, so, so funny. And Gina was just like... (gasps) (laughs) (laughs) No! (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It's it's like that panel, because if you watch when Baze is like, and when this guy dead... If you watch Alan yeah. Tudyk's face when that happens, he's like, oh, oh no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. G- it's so funny, too, because after that, so Carl's talking for a little while in that interview, and then yeah. Gina just jumps over and, like, kind of just takes over the conversation so that she can control it. Good for her. And, yeah, props to her, man. She's killing it, like, just in life. I love her. That's hilarious. But it, it's so funny. Yeah, at the at the Q&A because I don't want to... I'm not going to repeat what he says because you know how I am about spoilers. Right. Um, but he says something like, when they're like, oh, what were some things that you really enjoyed? He goes, well, I liked working with this person. You're like, I did hear what? that one. And then he talked about like, oh, and then the new tech, like there was a time when we were doing this. And I was like, 
you were doing what? Oh, it's like, God. oh, just, like there was like three or four things he said where I was like, literally none of that has happened yet. I have to go back and listen to that now because I want to see people's reactions around him. Yeah. The camera it's, shows everybody. It does show like John Favreau and Dave Floating. They're like, oh, we're, oh trying, God. <laughs> we're treading the line here, Grief. Yeah. Well, that means that Carl Weathers has just been trimmed from the trust tree. <laughs> yeah, just another <laughs> branch. Another branch cut. Another branch gone. Yeah. So he goes, he meets Grief Cargus. Um, we get another really cool cantina with a lot of sequel trilogy aliens. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, there's, I want to say there's definitely two, maybe th- no, there's definitely three aliens from solo that are in this, the card play, the card shuffler in the Sabak table is there. The, uh, pronged headed alien thing that Derek Arnold plays. I think the character's mm-hmm. name is Inselmo, something like that. Um, Jake Lunt Davis's daughter designed it. Check out that story online. It's really cool. Um, he was there. So was Chuss Lucas's Rodian, the orange Yellow Rodian was there, um, which I was like, oh, hello, friends. This is cool. Yeah. I like that a lot. I like that blonde woman. She just looks so cool. I know. She does look super cool. So he goes, he sits down, gives the fobs, and then mm-hmm. Grief Cargus is like, oh, hey, so here's some Imperial credits. And he's like, those are no good to me, buddy. And he goes, well, I can give you some Katamari flan. And you're like, oh, what, oh, is, what is this? He gives him these blue token thingies. Which I'm still not 100% sure what's going on there. Like, it's currency, obviously, because he took it as payment. Mm-hmm. And he s- spends it. But I don't know what's going on there. Like, is it calamari fraud? Is that just a, the term for their money? Or can you eat it? Ash Crossan said something about can you eat it? And I was like, you can, but you won't like what happens afterwards. Oh, um, I feel like it's just currency. I think so, too. But it's kind of like, did you hear it? It's like jelly sounding. Like, when he mm. moves it, there's like a little sound to it. Why would currency be edible? I don't know. For any reason. I don't know. It's a good question. I don't think it's edible. All right. Either way, they're cool looking. They're little checker pieces. Yeah. And then he was like, oh, what else you got? He goes, well, got a bail jumper, got a bail jumper, got a smuggler. He's like, I'll take them all. You're like, no, Mm -hmm. that's all we got. Except we got a little, little something, something that doesn't have a puck. And you're like, you're like, what? Interesting. And he's like, I'll take it. The Mandalorian's voice is so cool. I really yeah. like it. It's just so like, yeah, whatever it is. They're like, oh, lo- snap. Sean and I were talking about that. We love his personality. Same. Because he is very much a badass, but he's still very much just a regular person. We see that yep. in kind of the final uh, like fourth of the show. Yep. He's just a little bit goofy. He's just a really dude trying best. to make it. <laughs> right. Yeah. And I like that. I like that a lot. He's kind of rough around the edges. Yeah, he's got a human quality to him. Mm-hmm. But he's very, very good at his job. Yes. Which is neat. So he goes, and he takes this little imperial chit, as he calls it. They go and they meet Jabba's little thing up at the door, little door knocker. I love that. That was really cool. Yeah. I like that a lot. He shows him the chit, goes inside. There's a gonk droid. Pretty love cool. That too. He's wearing like a shiny hat. And then mm-hmm. the door opens. And they're stormtroopers, which is strange because he just said that the Empire isn't there anymore. So you're like, also, what? This is something I'm going to be a little picky about. I wasn't really Uh-oh. crazy about the look of these stormtroopers. They looked kind dirty of and freakishly janky. lanky, and their their weathering was like not, I was not digging it. Well, la-ti-da, Mrs. Yeah. Costumer. Well, it's just like, it's not even a costuming note. It's just like a... It sounds like a costuming note. Sounds like a criticism. 
of the costume it, that could be improved. I feel like the people inside those suits were not fitted well for this suit. Well, okay. But anyways, they looked <laughs> like weird. They looked weird. I didn't like it. I okay. didn't really care for that. All right. Whatever. That's okay. So he walks in, and there's Werner Herzog, uh, who's amazing. Legend in Star Wars. And Love he's like the voice. coolest voice ever. Don't yeah. you agree? Yeah, he's really cool. Um, and then we meet a doctor who walks in, and there's this whole big standoff thing going on, which I'm so for. You know how much I love Westerns. Mm -hmm. uh, and it has my favorite line in this scene when he talks mm -hmm. about, like, tell them to put their blasters down. They're like, what, you surrounded four to one? He's like, I like, I like those, those odds. odds. I'm like, oh! Yeah, I love it so much. It's so good. So I then, think, oh, sorry. what do you think? I was just going to say the doctor was the one thing about the episode that did not feel Star Warsy to me. Really? How come? Yeah. I feel like that guy looks like you just pulled him off the street in 2019 and put <laughs> an outfit on him. Okay. Is it the so is it the glasses? It's the glasses and his facial hair. Like okay. So I kind of wish that he had been like, I think if he had been clean shaven with the glasses, I would have been cool with it. But there was something about him that I was like, it, it it bothered me, and it still does. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I can't get over the stormtroopers. How do you really feel? Like, eh. The stormtroopers were like, oh, that's weird, but whatever. But the doctor, I was like, mm, I'm really not. So you that. can deal with, like, lanky, ill-fitting, not great, in your opinion, stormtroopers, but a man wearing a beard. You're like, mm. Not a fan. Is it His because it's... Look. Is it because it's... Is it because it was, like, well-groomed? Because all the cantina guys had beards. He just looks like someone straight out of 2019. Okay. All right. I, I, I don't know how else to explain it. That's just how, that's just my thoughts. That's okay. That's all and right. And I think he should be well-groomed. He's a doctor. That's right. But I don't know. There's just something about his whole look that I was like, hmm. <laughs> he walked in. You're like, I don't like your face. I think it would have been neat. You know the uh, the engineers from Rogue One? Like, they're yeah. a group of older guys. Yep. I think it would have been cool if it was someone like that. Do you think it's an age thing, then? Because he seems so young. No. It's definitely <laughs> a facial hair thing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Anyways. It's All not right. that big of a deal. It's a very small part of the episode. But that sure. was one thing in the episode... Like, you know how I said the music was a little jarring at first, but then it grew on me? Yes. The doctor has not grown on me. <laughs> okay. All right. So, anyway. so he looks like if Hugo Strange took an apprentice to me. That is a Batman reference for anybody that mm. cares to look up Hugo Strange. It'll make more sense then. Uh, Yeah. So he comes out, and uh, they come to an agreement, and it's a little different. It's a little different than usual, but the payment yeah. up front is Beskar Steel. Freelancers love it when they get their payment up front. <laughs> oh boy, do they. Yeah. And this is a pretty serious thing he's got. Because mm -hmm. he mentions, and this is another little lore thing, which I was so down with, that Beskar steel belongs with Mandalorians. It's like their steel, but it has an Imperial signal on it. So it's like, okay, this was taken forcibly, I'd imagine, by, yeah. the, by the Empire. And he takes the down payment up front, and then he goes and gets a... Uh, uh, well, first he he asks, like, okay, where's the fob? How do we do this? Like, let's figure this out. He goes, well, listen, can't really tell you pretty much anything because we don't know. I could give you his birthday. 
It's like he's he's 50 years old, and we're like, okay, okay. And like, I don't know about you, but my Star Wars brand was like, okay, 50 years old. Here we go. We're five years after this episode six. There's one year between five and six, three between four and five, 19 between three and four, 10 between one and two, and three between two. Okay, so we're looking. Okay, four years before episode one. I can't believe you did that in your head. I was like, where the <laughs> heck are we? <laughs> oh, I immediately was like pulling out my calculator, and I'm like, okay, we're looking at mm. 50 years from here. We're looking at roughly four years before episode one. Okay. All right. That's one thing I'm not very good at with Star Wars is the timeline of everything. Yeah. Like, yeah. I forget how the span of the original trilogy is really not that long. It's like four years total. It's yeah, th- I feel like it's yeah. way longer than that. Yeah. I mean, it was maybe because the movies were so long ago and, like, there's so much. But there's li- there's three years between four and five and one between five and six. Mm-hmm. It's pretty nuts. And then, yeah, yeah 19... 19 or 20, right around 19 or 20 between 3 and 4, and then 19 between 6 and 7. So I'm like, all right. I, I feel like I'm the only person that didn't recognize Beskar Steel. I didn't either. Okay. You are not alone. Okay. I feel so much better. Everybody's talking about how they knew what this was, and I was like, what? <laughs> I mean, I don't know about you, but I was never a big mandalorian fan before now no but i guess it's mentioned in rebels and i think it's because i've only seen rebels one time through sure that i did it didn't register with me because i haven't really studied those episodes right i think the same i think i'm the same okay yeah because beskar i yeah this was my first time recognizing it um let's see i'm looking it up right now uh no it was in the clone wars apparently what yeah it was in the uh the Mandalore plot is actually in seven episodes. What? It's oh, I feel like a bad fan now. Yeah, look at you. I'm disappointed. Ugh. Yep. The Mandalore Dang. plot, Duchess of Mandalore, Wookiee Hunt, A Friend in Need, Eminence, Shades of Reason, and The Lawless. No way. Beskar I've seen all of mentioned. those like a billion times. Yeah. It's probably just wow. a throwaway line of like, is that Beskar? And you're like, oh, I'm sorry. You know. Hmm. And then it was in a ton of books. Oh, yeah, dude. It's all over Rebels. Good Lord. One, two, three, wow. four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. Yeah, it's what? Twenty twenty four oh episodes. Twenty four episodes of Rebels it's mentioned. Or maybe hold us uh, hold a minute. No it isn't. This is a misleading list, Wikipedia. That's its appearances. So I imagine oh. Every like time stuff a, is made out of it. Yes, like every time a Mandalorian is shown, they're wearing Beskar steel. Oh. Uh-huh. But still, like Still. Yep, I agree. Still a little surprised that I didn't know what that was. Yeah, same. I didn't know. I had no idea. Okay. Well that makes me feel better. Yeah, you're a good friend. Um okay. so you get the little down payment of Beskar steel. Mm-hmm. Um he goes and gets a pauldron made out of it, which is I am so down with this idea of the show of like switching out armor pieces and like doing this. Like that is so cool. Like we had a character customizing themselves. You want to hear what Sean and I immediately thought? Yes. You know how Dave Filoni loves to change up clone armor so that like 501st members have to constantly be making something new? We were like, oh my God, he's already changing his outfit. This is so Filoni. That is hilarious. Yeah, and we were like, oh, yeah, all those people that wanted their armor to be done before the show came out, they're probably like, dang it, now i got to do this again. In one episode. <laughs> yeah, in like 
half of the first episode. That's so funny. You, yeah, th- they can get so granular with like the versions of them for the legions. It's like, yeah. okay, what version of Mando are you? Well, I am the first episode half the first of episode half. one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I'm the second half of episode one, and it's a new yeah. CRL. Yeah. supposedly I think it's so cool like i i love the whole thing in the show i just think it's hilarious i think so too especially knowing that especially so knowing funny. that people will be so particular about all of that that's so funny supposedly yeah. i haven't gone back and looked but i've heard some people say that his thigh plates switch like within a scene from leg to leg hmm. so i don't know if it's continuity error or something i haven't looked at it because i'm like way too busy of being like this is the coolest thing ever but supposedly hmm. that is a thing as well Interesting. Maybe. Yep. Anyway, gets a pauldron made. We get to meet the armorer, which is super cool. Dude, she's a freaking badass. She's such a badass. She is. And she's I like, has your has your signet made itself known yet? And it's like, no. You're like, what oh, what is this? Mean? I know. It's Everybody's so many talking things. about that. And I'm like, what does that mean? I know. It's like a, it's a Mandalorian culture thing. She's which so I'm cool. So she's like very Viking-esque. Yeah. Love she's got the that. fur thing going on. And she's like, oh, I these are. Vikings. Yeah. Same. Same. And she was like, a pauldron is in order. You're like, oh, look at how cool. And the, and the forge is so cool. And when you see the Beskar stuff melting. Yeah. That's like, so cool. And then she's like, oh, you know, there's a lot of excess here. We can, It'll sponsor foundlings. And he's like, good. I was a foundling. I know. You're like, oh, snap. Lore dump. Let's do it. And yeah, we and find I, out. Like, I was listening to the Sky Talkers um, episode about the Mandalorian. And Charlotte thinks that the foundling means like an orphan. And I was like, oh. I think so too. I think it's an EU thing. Um, so Django Fett in the old EU was, a was basically adopted. Um, there was this huge battle between the Mandalorians and then Dooku was there as a Jedi as well. And Django Fett was like one of the few like child survivors and the Mandalorians took him in and raised him as a Mandalorian. Mm. Um, so the second he said that, I was like, oh, it's like Django Fett. So, yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm. That's what I'm thinking as well. I think it's the because the, the Mandalorian culture is very, you know, warrior esque. Because mm-hmm. um, in in the old EU, the Mandalorians, the coolest thing about them was they were warriors for the sake of being warriors, uh, like the Mandalorian Wars, you know, which they mention in Rebels. It's a huge thing in the old EU, and they talk about how the Mandalorians essentially became the greatest warriors in the galaxy, right? Mm-hmm. And then they're like, let's test ourselves and see how good we are, and they just started invading planets. Um, and taking them over, and literally, just, like, not for political power, just to see that they could. Mm-hmm. Um, and it took the Jedi Order to stop them. And that's a little thing that, like, Kanan talks about when he's training Sabine in the Darksaber. Um, so that was a big thing as how they are, you know, cultures, culture-wise. So they would go take over this place and just defeat all the warriors and be like, ha And if they killed them off, there was a child there that, like, showed promise. You're like, oh, this is a very strong kid. We can bring them into the tribe, and then we would get stronger as a tribe. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a very Viking mentality as well. Um, except There's they took probably slaves. so much EU stuff referenced in tons that has already been referenced and going to be referenced in this show that I'm not going to pick up on at all. That's why I'm here. Yeah, but it's cool. Like I love it. Yeah, same, same. Like that that little thing, just bringing up foundlings and talking about. It, I was like, oh, what? Because that's like, the... I didn't even notice. <laughs> I didn't even the the word didn't even register in my brain until I was listening to Sky Talkers, and I was like, "When did they say that?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I was so overwhelmed when I was watching it for the first time. Sure, it was so crazy. That's fair. That's fair. So we get a little flashback sequence, Ugh, yeah. which works. Ouch. 
it works. Because, uh, you know, that's one thing, like, in Star Wars, it's like, do we do flashbacks? How do Dude, we do flashbacks? I love flashbacks. It worked out pretty well. Rogue One did a great job of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and this, the fact that they put it as a montage in this, you know what I mean? Like, section where they're, like, building armor and, like, oh, it's a Mandalorian thing. So if he wasn't born a Mandalorian, which it seems to be the case, uh, have him, while new armor pieces are being forged... Be like, okay, I'm becoming more of a Mandalorian. They took me in, and now for the tribe, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, pretty cool. Was it was it you and I that were talking about like before the show came out? Mm-hmm. We were talking about what if the Mandalorian isn't even a human? Was that you and I talking about that? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I I had a conversation. It doesn't with sound familiar. Okay, well, I had a conversation with someone that was like, well, we haven't seen the Mandalorian's face, so he could be a non-human yeah you know but we see him as a kid now so we're like, we do see him as a kid human. yeah so not that i fully believed that he was not gonna <laughs> be a human but it was like well it is a possibility it yeah it would in, be a big surprise we're in uncharted but, territory literally anything is is on the table but clearly he is a human so he is a human he gets a really cool pauldron mm-hmm. it's so shiny and awesome and then she's like you know what is she what was her like thing it is the way or something like that. Yeah, I can't remember. Yeah, either way, it was really cool. And like here, and they, they, it was also neat. Is they like they're like plug and play parts. You know what I mean? They're not like armor yeah. pieces for the sake of armor pieces. Like there's circuitry underneath them. I thought that was really cool because yeah, that, I don't think we've ever seen anything like that before. No, I don't think we have. Which is really neat. So I like yeah. that. I like that a lot. So he gets all saddled up. He goes uh, to go check out his new quarry. Goes mm-hmm. to this planet. Planet's pretty cool looking. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, oh another desert planet, but it's planet. different. And it's really, really cool looking. Yeah. Um. So he takes his his holiday special rifle out, starts looking off into the distance. We see a live action Blurg, mm-hmm. which I was very excited about. They look great, too. They look amazing. They look awesome. So, so good. Um. And then, like episode four, when Luke is using the binoculars and the Tusken Raider pops up, a Blurg shows up. And attacks him, and we get to see him use a flamethrower, which is another really cool thing that we get in this show is, you know, the Mandalorian using all his different weapons. Yeah. Um, I just think it's awesome. Yeah. So he <laughs> immediately loses uh, one of his gauntlets because <laughs> thing, <laughs> this thing chomps on him. Uh, yeah. He's punching the hell out of its eye, which is awesome. I thought that part was so funny. Yeah, same. Same as it goes. so ah, like, ah. real. I love how it was an actual struggle because yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so many times in action movies and whatnot, it's like the hero just totally doesn't even have to struggle to win yep i loved it that scene more than any other ones you're like oh he's just a dude yeah <laughs> you know yep good at his job but and just then we a dude. get the best thing that has ever happened in star wars we do we get an ugnaught riding a blurg that has we get spoken a nick nolte ugnaught riding we get a, a blurg nick, get a nick nolte ugnaught think of that sentence <laughs> dude charlotte and caitlin that's what they called the character nick nolte ugnaught that's, that's what a, they called him <laughs> that's amazing yeah, his it's name is so Cooley. Cooley. And he is voiced by Nick Nolte, but performed by, by uh, Missy Rosas. Woman. Yeah. Say her name again. I was interrupting you. I believe it is Missy Rosas. Missy okay. or Misty. You know what? I'm going to look it up right now. because I just want to make sure she gets her credit because she's yes. freaking awesome. I had Tell no idea it. that was a woman in there until you posted that on Twitter. And then uh, the next day like I when I saw your tweet, I... I texted it to my husband, and he was like, 
she did an amazing job. And I was like, yes, she did. She did. Misty Rosas. Misty Rosas. Yep. We love you. She's incredible. Which Go remember, like, like he, yeah, please. <laughs> She's going to wait for it. Uh, yeah, this was, because this was something that I brought up maybe like a week or two before the episode airs. I was like, it's cool Nick Nolte's voicing Anugna. I want to know who's in the suit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, who is actually Cooley? You know, who's this like. This is my new favorite character in Star Wars. <laughs> really? Okay. I freaking love him. He's pretty amazing. A lot. I want to hug him. Yeah. and have coffee with him he's pretty great i i he like him a lot so i have spoken yeah yes. he's good he's good he's so good like the the character performance with the voice is just so well paired agreed and he doesn't really look like an ugnot that we see in empire nope i mean we're he's getting very- right up in his face you know, whereas the other yeah. one's like, you got close, but not like close enough to see the beard hairs. I think he looks a little bigger, too. I don't know if that's just. Yeah, I think you're right. A weird illusion. But, but regardless, like, I don't care. I, I literally love him. And I, when we were watching the show, I just kept saying, I love him. I love yeah. him. <laughs> I love him. <laughs> He's amazing. Again, yeah. alien speaking roles. My jam. Yeah, and uh, I he was definitely bigger, not just in height, because I I think he for sure I think Misty Rosas was taller than She's the people nine. that did it. Yeah, yeah, and I think they were pretty they were pretty short back then. But also, right. back then, if I'm not mistaken, they were just latex masks. Yes. This is clearly an animatronic. Right. Um. So you know they've got a like she's inside of there, but there's like a big old servos and stuff on top of her head to move the mouth and stuff. Like. Right. It's a it's a rig versus a latex I, mask. I. I loved the mask. The way Same. it moved. You know, it wasn't 100% perfect, but it was so great because it was so similar to other aliens we've seen in Star Wars, especially yes. from that time era. Like, you yes. know, Return of the Jedi. Like, it's just so perfect. It's, it's so, so Star Wars. Yeah, it's so good. I agree. I agree. It was so awesome. So then he brings back and he's like, I need the blurg. And uh, then we have our little uh, training montage. Mm-hmm. because he's like, you're going to need it. I do. That's another line that was a, a favorite of mine in this one was when he's like, did you help the others? He's like, yeah, they died. He's like, well, I don't know if I want your help. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's good. That's good. Yeah. So he's got to learn to ride this blurg, and uh, he's having a rough time of at, at first. Takes a few tries, but then he just has this to remember like so who he is. Wars. Yeah, it really was. It was like Anakin, you know. I don't know. It just felt so Clone Wars. It was very... This whole episode felt very Clone Wars to me. Like, Mm -hmm. very, like, condensed, you know, very fast-moving story. Here's what it is. Boom. We're not going to, like, take an entire episode of him trying to figure out this Blurg stuff. You know, it's like, come on, man. Like, what are you doing? You're a Mandalorian. Like, (laughs) your ancestors will be ashamed of you. And he goes, that's a good point. Mm -hmm. Then he gets on top of it and he rides it. And it works. It's a great scene. It's Mm -hmm. uh, your favorite song, I think. Yes! Pretty good. Dude, this was the part when I was fist pumping. Yeah. Oh, so yep. good. It's so rocky. That's the thing. It like, is quite rocky, yes. Brian doesn't like rocky, and I'm going to call you out okay, on it. Okay, listen. It is so rocky, and it's so beautiful. Before, I love it. So triumphant. Be- very triumphant. Before I get the hate mail, send it to at Savannah Kiefer on Twitter. Yes, yeah, send that um, hate mail. Send it there. I will I'll, not see it. I read all the tweets that come from at Savannah Kiefer on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I've only seen the first Rocky. Okay, so I can't say, I, and I didn't hate it. I just didn't super like it because I feel like I missed the boat and I was unprepared for who Rocky was Whatever. as a person. Whatever. Anyway. You can't, you can't fix that. <laughs> any, I'm not trying to fix it. Anyway. Oh my God. Now I'm, now I'm just thinking about Rocky. I have spoken. Yeah, it's okay. Anyway, so they take it off. They go crossing these little ravines, jumping. Blurgs are so weird looking. <laughs> kind of mm-hmm. like it. They're, like, They're just like tadpoles. I was about to say that. They're like a tadpole yeah. T-Rex. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. So weird, but I love I it love so tadpoles. much. Yep, yep. Good. Tadpoles are awesome. Um, So they go, and uh, Cooley's like, all right, well, it's down there. I have spoken. Peace out. Uh, And he leaves, and then the Mandalorian's looking through his little little pirate telescope tube thing. And it's like, all right, all right, lots of aliens, lots of aliens. This is like an old EU gang. I'm loving everything I'm seeing. Puts it down, puts it back up, and there's a bounty droid. Totally blowing mm. his cover. <laughs> yes. Walking right from the beginning, being like, hey, so I'm here for the thing. Uh, you better give it to me. And then he just starts shooting people. Yeah. Pretty awesome. Yeah. Pretty awesome. I love his movement. Me too. I'm dying to see how they did his everything. Like, yeah, same. Is it a per? Is it a person in a green screen suit attached to a droid like three PO in Episode One? Is it? I, I want to know everything. Is it mocap? What is going on here? I'm gonna take a guess. I freaking love it. I'm gonna guess. I'm gonna guess that there is no physical droid there. I'll bet I'll bet there's a guy who's probably very tall in a suit for reference and they used him, took him out and then put the fully CGI droid in there. Really? You that think is, it's like all like that, mocap stuff? That's my guess. I think it's I think it's mocap reference. Like I don't think he's like you know Phoebe Waller-Bridge was like half yeah. droid, half green screen. I don't think it's that. I bet it's just a guy yeah. there. And mind you, I don't really know. I'm just guessing from what I, I know. But it's I know so crazy because it. you and I have totally different thoughts on this. Yeah, that's what I think. I think IG88 is totally CGI. Whoa. I know, but I love his movement. It's like it's like gears Wait, shifting. It, it's not IG88, right? IG11. Sorry. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I bet. I bet that's. I bet that's what they're doing. I am chomping at the bit for some BTS like, stuff. I on gar- this episode. I guarantee I there was a guy on set. I can guarantee yeah. that uh, for the very for the very minimum eye lines and blocking of the scene and how they had the droid with the mm-hmm. Mandalorian, there was definitely somebody there on set. As I to how they looked or what they were doing, that I'm not yeah. sure. Hmm. Yep. Charmaine, we need to know. Charmaine, give us your secrets. Yeah, I'll, I really I'll, hope they come out with with behind the scenes stuff though. Because supposedly I... they are in the Q and A at the end. John Favreau said they're working on a behind the scenes thing. But I want it. You and me both. <laughs> God. Immediately as soon as the episode was done, I was trying to look and see if there was a behind the scenes thing in the X. Yeah. <laughs> there was not. And I was a little, a little bummed. Yep. Yeah. But whatever. I guess I'll have to wait for that. Is that a great shootout? And yeah, I just, I love his movement. Like the way that he walks over the body, he just spins. Yeah. Like he yeah. doesn't lift up his feet and walk. He just spins and then he walks and everything is like gears shifting into place. And like, it's just so cool. So the mechanical way his head moves. And he's got like those two little rods that stick out that are basically like his eyes. Yeah. It's, it's so, cool. so I've awesome. I've never loved an IG droid in my life. Same. And I didn't expect to love him. 
Me neither. Like, you know, they had him in quite a bit of marketing. He's on a lot of product, like T-shirts and stuff right now. Yep. And Taika voices him. But I was just like, eh, whatever. Like, cool, I guess. And now I'm like, I will protect you with everything. (laughs) (laughs) This was something else that I was pleasantly surprised with because I've talked Mm -hmm. to you about, like, Taika. I think he's great. He's an incredible actor. He's a great director. I like him as a person. Mm -hmm. But he's such an individual that I was worried that we would get Taika in Star Wars. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like Korg in Thor Ragnarok. Like that is Taika Waititi. Like he's even wearing Taika's shirt in mm-hmm. Endgame. So like that's him in Star Wars. And I didn't want him in Star Wars. I wanted Star Wars, right? right. So with him playing the droid, I was like, are we just going to get like super referential Thor Ragnarok level jokes in Star Wars? And I wasn't really down with that. But I love his voice. I think the New Zealand accent is like one of the best accents in the world. Yeah. And the subtle way that he played him I thought it was awesome. I thought he killed it. I thought it was so, so, so good. I thought so, it's just, too. It's just awesome. My, my husband doesn't know who Taika is. Uh-huh. Uh, he doesn't know who anybody is. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and so when we were watching it, he, he could not figure out the droid's voice. He was like, what kind of accent is this? You know, and I, <laughs> I didn't know that Taika was from New Zealand. I knew, like, obviously he wasn't American, but I wasn't sure where he was from. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't know, but the guy that voices him, he's going to be directing one of the episodes, you know. And he was like, oh, okay. And then we got done, and he goes, what was up with the voice? And I was like, it's his, <laughs> it's his voice. Like, so I had to, I had to look up where Taika was from, and I was like, oh, he's from New Zealand. But for yep. some reason, that, that kind of threw Sean off a little bit. I think he needs to watch it again. He's only seen it once. Yep. And I think when he watches it again, it'll be fine. But I think that he was like paying too much attention to that. Yeah. It worked. I loved it. I loved it when IG was like, I'm going to initiate self-destruct. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, well, we're done. See you later. Yeah. And he's like, no, no, no. He's like, no, don't. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's like, acceptable. And then he fights a bunch and he goes, all right, well, now self-destruct. He's like, no, stop yeah. self-destructing. We're going to shoot our way out of here. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I thought that was a great bit. And I... then the whole turret gun thing was so oh, cool. dude. That was really cool. That was so really star- cool. So Star Wars. Yeah. Loved it. Loved it. Then oh, and the the Nikto guards and the Weakways were freaking phenomenal too. Yeah, they were phenomenal. Yeah, they were so, so cool. The alien masks and everything are just tops. Amazing. Top. Tops, tops, tops. It's so cool because we get to see them up close and personal, whereas usually the aliens are kind of like background material, you know. Yep. Um, but it's oh, like they heard me. I love it so much. Me screaming from the mountaintops. They were like, yeah. okay, all right, Brian, enough. Yeah. And I'm like, In the mix of like yet. old and new aliens from yeah. many different eras is just so great, too. Agreed. Absolutely agreed. I loved great. because beforehand, Filoni and Favreau talked about how, uh, <laughs> you know how they call it like uh, D&D, which bugged me, but the, the, the Game of Thrones guys like, oh, D&D, mm-hmm. can we call these F and F? Favreau and Filoni Uh, but when they talked about the Mandalorian they're like it was basically us as kids playing with action figures but as a show Mm -hmm. and I really got that sort of vibe uh, in this scene with all the bad guys and the turret you're like oh we gotta get them on the turret there's pirates everywhere and let's shoot them blah 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 like it just felt so so Star Wars I didn't even think about that that, but I loved it I didn't either until just now (laughs) Uh, so they, they took them all out they use the fob. They find out, oh, it's in there. 
And then our brains explode it, out of our heads. It there, so, so they sh- they shoot this door open using the turret, right? They're like, "How do we get in?" Get to um, it, Brian. I'm getting to it. I'm getting to it. You gotta gotta lay the runway. Uh, I bring that. Seen it. I bring that part up because in the theater there were a lot of people that hadn't seen the first episode yet when I saw it at the screening. A lot of people waited, and when they sh- when they shot the door open, some guy just goes, "Oh, that's awesome." Like from the very back, super loud, and everyone started laughing. It was a great moment. And the guy pops out, shoots him, use the key fob, go to this little like ball orb egg thing. And like, it's in there. What in the world? When when that happened, when you first saw the egg thing and it's in there, what was going through your mind? I I thought it was gonna be hut, a hut baby. Ooh. I was like, hut baby, like straight up rota. Yeah, stinky. Whatever. Like because Okay, let me let me tell the story here. So Brian saw the episode obviously like the moment it aired, and I that had to wait true. all day. Yeah. But Brian was like, "There's a a surprise at the end. Like, make sure you don't get spoiled. It's so good. It's the it's the best surprise that's ever happened in Star Wars." And I was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> and my first initial thought was, "Oh my god, Ahsoka! Ahsoka is in the show." <laughs> and then I was like, mm, "No." And then so Charlotte and Caitlin, I was talking to them, and I was like, "Guys, the surprise, like." how good is it and they were like it's really good but they weren't as bonkers <laughs> as you were and they're such animation That's fans fair. i was like okay this is not an animation related cameo it's not ahsoka it's not going to be anything like that but you go right. bananas for huts and i was like i do it's totally gonna be a hut and i didn't think that until i was watching <laughs> it but when they were when they were shooting up all the aliens and stuff i was like there's gonna be a hut in this building like a freaking <laughs> hut. and then the tiny the tiny orb bassinet thing. I was like, oh, it's going to be a baby hut. Oh. And I just still could, <laughs> like, my brain was just, like, all over the place. And then we saw the ears. And I was like, <gasps> yeah. And then I was like, what does this mean? That is the exact reaction Yaddle I had. and Yoda had a baby? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That was what I the, said. I just said, Yaddle and Yoda got it on. <laughs> I mean, you know what? The timeline does fit. Um, <laughs> I hope I hope it's their baby. It's, I hope so bad it's their baby. Oh my god! I so the reveal. Could you imagine Filoni, pregnant Yaddle? <laughs> I try not to. Okay. Uh, the, 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 I I had the same like visceral giant like oh my god gasp like what like with the ears? Explodes. Yeah, because of, and because that was one thing that I told you uh, when we were talking beforehand. I was like, you are not going to see this coming. And you're like, oh, what if it's this? I go, I guarantee you, you will never in a million years guess this. Absolutely not. I'm so glad I was not spoiled. I oh, same. the internet like crazy, and all of my friends were so respectful, and they were like, did you watch it yet? And they didn't barge into my text being like, oh, my God, Yoda, baby. They were like, did you yeah. watch it yet? And I was like, no, not yet. And then they yeah. were cool, like so nice of everyone to not spoil that. Yeah, there was there – was, that was another reason why I watched it immediately – uh, because yeah. I kid you not, two hours after I saw it, which was literally a minute after it dropped, somebody posted a picture of it on Twitter. I thought and you said you saw it on Instagram. No, it was on Twitter. Oh. And then later on on Instagram, people were just like, mm. oh, check it out. And I was like, what is people wrong so with you? Rude. Let me just say this first. Here Brian we go. And I, we have a lot of, not a lot, we have quite a few listeners in the UK. Shout out to our friend Peter. Yeah, Peter. And I feel for these guys because... 
they don't get to watch the show until March of next year. That's several months away. That's true. And well, for the sake of legally. everybody that has to wait legally yeah. <laughs> to watch the show, like there's no reason at all to post spoilers. And for this reason alone, Brian and I have started a new Discord channel. We did. Just so that our listeners can talk about The Mandalorian. Talk about as many spoilers as you want. We don't care. It's a respectful environment. Yep. Like, I didn't want people posting spoilers in the Facebook group because yep. a lot of our international fans are in the Facebook group as well. And I was like, hey, we need to keep this spoiler free. But yep. if you do want to talk about spoilers, please come to the Discord channel. Yep. And if you're interested in that, if you're not in it yet, you can tweet me for an invite link. You can email us, dorkydivashow at gmail.com. Just get in touch with us, tweet us or something, and we'll get you invited because we want to, like, really protect the people that have not been able to see it. Because that is such a huge surprise. Huge. 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 And it the, would not be the same if you saw it online first. It just wouldn't. I agree. I Dude, I would have been livid if I would saw that on first. Like, I don't know if I ever would have recovered. Because, like I said, I'm a little crazy when it comes to spoilers. And yeah. it... I, this may be hyperbole, but this may be the biggest surprise in Star Wars since Darth Vader being Luke's father. Like, for anyone that's fans of, like, aliens and stuff like that. Like, the fact, it's been 40 years, right, since Star Wars came out. We've seen two of the species. Yeah. Yoda himself and Yaddle was only in episode one. So the fact that, like, I love that Dave Filoni's live-action directorial debut brings a baby Yoda. I was, I was like, just... oh, Oh, I was just perfect. thinking, like, the last time my brain was warped this much was when uh, Ahsoka was pulled from the portal. Right. And before that, like, I, I really can't think of anything that fully shook me up. Yeah, like this caliber, you know yeah, what I mean? like, Mortis was weird, but Mortis yeah. didn't shake me up. Ahsoka being pulled from the portal shook me, and this Yoda baby murdered me like yeah yeah oh same 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 same. that's why my my video that i made directly after was so just i didn't have words i was just like ah like dude yeah dude a baby yoda i i have a question this is like a practical question okay so in the sky talkers episode charlotte said that she had seen people comparing the yoda baby to probably deep from age of resistance Okay. From Dark Crystal, uh, just yep. in the way they look. And she right. was like, yeah, it's totally a puppet. And I was like, It is really? definitely a puppet. Yeah, for really? sure. Okay. So I had texted her about this and I was like, I'm very interested by the fact that you think it's a puppet because that didn't register with me at all. Like I totally thought it was CGI. And then I watched it again and I think it's a mix of the two. Definitely. But it didn't even occur to me that there is a freaking puppet of this Yoda baby out there. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, it is 100% a puppet. And I'm sure there are CGI elements to it in the same way that Dark Crystal married the two very well. Right. But, yeah. It's... Isn't that so cool? Could you imagine oh, yeah. whoever made the Yoda baby puppet, what their brain was thinking? Oh, dude. First of all, what an amazing task because right? that baby could have easily looked scary. Yeah, for sure. Or creepy. And it's the cutest thing I've ever seen in my life. I love the turn. The fact that we're yeah. like 50 years old, right? So you're thinking like, okay, it's a it's a person, it's an adult, they're going to be a little older. Like we automatically, our brains are referenced with humans, right? Yeah. So we're like, okay, it's a human, who could it be, you know? Yeah. And then it's a Yoda baby! Yeah. Oh, I love it. I uh, I could not love it more. And it's so, it's so felony. 
You know what I mean? It's such a left field, like, let's get weird and different and, like, let's push the envelope. You know what I mean? What would George Lucas do? That's what he would do. He'd do that, you know? I'm interested to know who put the Yoda baby idea out there. I'm interested as well because Favreau wrote, like, five or six episodes when he pitched the show to Kathleen Kennedy. Right. So was that like in there? this is going to be a huge part of the story. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And so, it's, it's cool because, like, I mean, my favorite things are westerns and samurai movies. Like, I'm obsessed with Japanese culture. Mm-hmm. And it's straight up like, I remember talking to you right after I saw this episode. I was like, oh, my God, is this going to be, like, The Lone Wolf and Cub? Mm-hmm. Like, which is a really famous manga and movie series. Um, and I'm you- like, I'm so excited for it. Did you see that um, Michelle, who runs the Star Wars Social, she recommended that everybody watch that Wolf and Cub thing. Did she? Good. Way before The Mandalorian came out. Oh, really? Yeah. (laughs) She knew. She knew. That's one of my favorite things about talking to, like, LFL people and ILM people is, like, you know all this stuff. (laughs) You know what I mean? You've known for a long time. Yeah. It's so funny. Like talking so to a buddy. So many secrets to keep in. Could you imagine having to keep in the secret that there's a freaking Yoda baby out there? It definitely helps when everyone around you knows as well. But what if they don't? I'm sure there are people at Lucasfilm that that these creators work with that don't know. I'm sure there are some, definitely. But I think there's also like if like in the animation ball pen, you know what I mean? Like they're all working on shots of the Mandalorian and like, oh, this is happening. Like you're sitting next to somebody who's animating an ear, right? You know, or like. The but Foley within the company, mix. like if there's like a company party or something. Oh, definitely, why definitely. Would, why would other departments know about that? Like that's sure. Nuts. Yeah, I'm they definitely wouldn't. Who knows and who doesn't know? And yeah, I'd be so stressed. Be so, <laughs> I'm not good with secrets, guys. At I'm, all. Don't ever I'm, tell me a secret. <laughs> I'm very good with secrets. You are. They'll, they will die with me. Yeah. It's it, it comes with NDAs. You get pretty good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's dude. That ending was just so. I mean, these little hands. And his eyes and, and his, his ears. Brown. He's just like. He's just perfect. It's a baby. It's a baby of Yoda species. I cannot wait to see the Mandalorian pick this child up. Yeah. <laughs> I hope the I hope the baby Yoda like touches his helmet and was like touching it. Right. I'm like, like touching my face right now. Yeah. <laughs> I I love that this is the first episode. Oh, you know what I mean? Like same. we didn't ramp up to it. We didn't get like to drop a ball on people. What a way, you know, like what an intro, yeah. you know? And it's like the biggest question is like, where do we go from here? Because, you know, the the IG droid was like, all right, well, you know, the rules, let's kill it. And then he kills the droid. Yeah. So you're like, OK, what does this mean? Because they're both guild members. Right. You know what I mean? Like, are there ramifications for that? Maybe there is. Maybe there isn't. You know, it's like there's so much in the unknown. Like, what do you do from here? What is he going to do? I feel like there's got to be a way for IG to come back to. Be- why? why I mean, it's not so much to only be in the first episode. It's an Don't IG anything, series. You've seen, you've seen two and three. So yeah, no, no of course. I'm just saying in the old EU, the IG series, there was like six of them. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it would make sense that there were more of them. I can honestly say I don't know. Okay. Um, But being that it is a bounty droid, you know, it's like a series of droids. So I'd imagine he's not the only one. He's probably the only IG-11. Or maybe not. I, want I don't know. Him back. I want him back. I don't want just another IG. I don't give two. No, I mean, what if it's the IG. same, like it's, they're all voiced by Taika and they all have the oh, same personality. I got you, yeah. You That'd know what I'm saying? Cool. Like battle droids. They're all Matthew Wood. They're all battle droids, but they're different oh, bodies. That makes what sense. If, what if it's something like that? I don't know. But that's that would that's my assumption with how it left because he's on all the merchandise. You know right. what I mean? That's like, That's my concern too yeah um 
What was I gonna say? Um, something about Star Wars. Something about the Yoda baby. So <laughs> yes, like like I've talked about how Sean, you know, feels about Star Wars. Yeah, he doesn't he doesn't like when Star Wars gets weird. He doesn't like weird oh. forcey stuff. He doesn't he doesn't like any of that at all. Which okay. is partially why he doesn't really like the sequel trilogy because it's just so different. And right. like I watched those episodes from Rebels the other day. Like I said, I watched them yesterday, and he was just like not into it. So for him to not be opposed to the Yoda baby is a freaking miracle. Yeah. (laughs) Like he, I think he was into the Yoda baby. So uh, that's really cool. I mean, how could you not be, you know? I'm all for stuff getting weird. I I hope it gets super weird. Same. Same. I'm about it. Jedi and aliens are my jam. And those are both very weird things. The the crazy thing is I'm not even a Jedi fan. I just, I love cute things, first of all. (laughs) But, but that's the other thing is the, it opens surprise. so many questions. You know what I mean? Just because it's a Yoda baby doesn't mean it's force sensitive. It's just of the same species. Oh, you know that thing is force sensitive. We'll find out, I guess. But like, there, there's it's so much in the unknown. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. what does that? Are they all force sensitive? Are they not? Like, what can it do? What does it know? Like, is a baby right? But how mm-hmm. coherent is it? Is it like newborn level baby, or is it like baby to where it can like understand things? You know? Mm-hmm. Like it's it's so open and i'm so excited to see because like where do we go from here you know what i mean like what does this like not just what does it mean but what does this whole situation mean you know like what what does the mando do how big is a yoda baby when it's born like you know when pandas are born they're the size of a stick of butter they're very 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 small yep and because this thing is 50 years old how much has it physically grown how tiny are they little are they like little tiny tadpoles when they're born? I don't know. I want to know all of this. Yeah, and like when but do they I know reach we're maturity? Not know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And like, you know, cuz Yoda died at 900, right? Yeah. So you're looking at I know, right? It's and a this long time. Long time. And Maz is even older than that. How crazy is that? It's Whoa. nuts. I know. Maz has been running her castle cantina bar thing for a thousand years. What if she's also a Yoda, and as you get that old, your ears start to fall off? I don't. Maybe. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? Yeah, she's super old. Uh, you don't know what she is, right? No, we have no idea. As far as I know, I could be wrong. If somebody does know, please tell me because that'd I'm be awesome. It. She's like a turtle woman. Yeah, she's really cool. But yeah, she's uh, she's oh, run that place for over a thousand years. So you imagine she didn't like get born and then be like, "Hey, I'm gonna run a bar." So it's definitely she's well over a thousand years. But Yoda died at 900, which is five. He died five years prior to what's happening right now. So, like, what does what's going on? 50 mm-hmm. years. So it's still a newborn. So I wonder at what level it reaches maturity. You know what I mean? In the span of time. I don't know. I don't know, but I'm ready for all of it. I know. I'm so down. I'm the so down. The cool thing is, down. you know, they're going to leave so much of this a mystery. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. Love I Same. Love that. I love being able to have, like, to speculate, you know? I don't like to speculate too much because then I get my hopes up for stuff. But it is cool to be like, well, this could happen or this could happen or this could happen. And then they do stuff that's, like, none of what we thought would happen. I agree. And it's so exciting. And this is, from me, this is also, like, I'm over the moon excited. I I absolutely love it. But I also, there's a tiny part of me that's a little nervous Mm -hmm. because I've talked about it before. I don't want to know what Yoda species is called, and I don't want to know the home planet. Mm-hmm. You know, because that's something that like George Lucas specifically was like, no, we're not going to talk about it. 
You know what right. I mean? And I, I like that mystery of the character. And the fact that there's another one out here adds to that mystery. You know, so I hope we go forward from here and just being like, oh, it's this thing. You know, like we don't need to know its backstory and all this stuff and like where it came from and all those things. Like it just is. Um, but well, it'll be interesting to see where it goes from here and what happens. You know what I mean? It will be nuts if they yeah. reveal the species of the baby. Huge. Huge. I, I don't. I, I really don't want that though. I, really I don't want either. It to be a mystery forever and ever Same. and ever and ever. I 100 percent agree. But what if they're like, oh, that's a blank baby, you know? And then you're like, what? Will yeah. you be disappointed if they reveal it? I think I would. Be. Uh, yeah, I would. I would. But also, like, I have this like almost abusive relationship with Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be all, Brian. <laughs> you know, I'll be, I'll be honest because I'll be, I don't want that. Us. Yeah, it's like you know they'll be. I'll be. I don't want that at all. And then they give it to me. I'm like, oh, that's really cool. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah. I can stand on this soapbox, but I'm so ready to get more Star Wars and be down. Like even I think things I hope that I. For George's sake, I hope it stays uh, a wonderful mystery. I agree. Like the only thing that I would be like, okay, like fully okay with it is if George like called Dave and was like. Hey, listen, they're called this and they're from here. Then I'd be like, all right, cool. Oh, George yeah. gave the green light. You know what I mean? Right. And he was clearly involved with the show. Yeah. So there's like that, there's that clip that like doesn't have sound of George like on set kind of waving his hand around as if directing the scene with the shootout. And I'm like, right. oh my God. Yeah. No, I, if it came from him, I'd be fine with that. Same. Um, I'm, <laughs> I'm at the point where pretty much, you know, I've said before, I think George Lucas is the greatest artist of our time. Um, yeah, like I just think he's a visionary and he's incredible um, to where he like uh, there's this idea that once you make a piece of art and you put it out it no longer belongs to you mm -hmm. um, I don't super agree with that like I understand but I still believe that Star Wars is George Lucas's I understand the new stuff is Disney I get that but I'm talking about one through six and everything prior to where George Lucas can do whatever George Lucas wants because it's his you know what I mean and uh, I'm talking about you know the whole McClunky thing you know, that's like going around. That's people are way too excited. <laughs> they're about so upset. <laughs> There's like some of them are so upset, and I'm like, it's not yours. Like he can do whatever he wants with it. You know, if he owns a car that he invented, he can paint it whatever color he wants. He's I've like, only Whoa. seen people excited about it. Oh, I've seen some people. Oh, quite a few. The same people that were upset about changing, you know, from Han shooting first to Greedo to the same, like all the like nine different changes that we've had. Uh, I'm like, you know, he can do whatever he wants. It's his. You know, so if George was like, hey, Dave, here's the thing. Like if George gives his blessing for whatever information we get, which I imagine he would because it's Dave. Mm -hmm. You know, like Dave is the new George. Yeah. And uh, He's always been the new George. Always been the new George. And now that George is like, you know, essentially that's my creative son. I'm like, oh, man. God, yep. What a beautiful thing that was. Yeah. I if you up. don't know what we're talking about in the Mando Q&A that they did after their little premiere thing. Uh Bryce Howard said that she was talking to George like a couple weeks ago and he said that he considers Dave Filoni to be like a son. Oh. And then very soon after that, Dave Filoni was talking about how proud he is of the work he's doing here and how grateful he is to be doing this. And he was like, yeah, I really wish my dad was here to see this. He would be so proud of me. And I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah, I teared up. Man, that. Oh, I, I'm not kidding. It got I me. was. So I watched the Q&A. I watched like three quarters of the Q&A when it was live. And then I went to bed and then I finished it the next morning. And I was laying in bed when I finished it. Yep. And 
I am not kidding you. I was laying in bed sobbing after he <laughs> said that. I was just like, oh, my God. Like, it was just so precious. Yep. So, so, so precious. Because we're all so proud of him. Yeah, it's true. He did it. Aww. He did it. It was so good. So what what was your favorite part of this episode? Oh, Nick Nolte Ugnot. Really? Show. Oh, yeah. Um, Any specific part? When they're on the blurgs, just oh your your just montage of just riding them, hopping <laughs> over the cracks <laughs> in the ground, like that's your jam. I live for that. But okay. everything about that character, everything about him, I love, and yeah. I hope we see him again because if we don't, I will be severely upset. Yeah. He is <laughs> so good. He's pretty great. Oh man, he's I, I just kept saying, I love him. I love him. Yeah. <laughs> I love him. Oh my god, he's so cute. I love him. Yeah. Yeah, I totally dig his character. Okay. okay. I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Um I mean I love everything, but that part is my favorite. The character mm-hmm. is my favorite. And like I said, the first time I watched it, the music was so weird to me and now I'm like blasting it in my living room, <laughs> jamming to it. So sure. I'm happy the music is different and a little weird yep because it's just so great to have something like that in star wars i agree yeah i dig it i agree what about you uh i mean the yoda baby was definitely my favorite part because that was a a visceral reaction i had of like (laughs) oh like just yelling in my (laughs) yeah i mean it was like everything i never knew i wanted you know, yeah. it just uh, swing for the fences, man. Like that's Star Wars, you know, it was this episode was so Dave Filoni. Oh, yeah. you know, like who would have the balls to do that? <laughs> you know, I'm so down. I'm so down. Uh, so definitely the 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 Yoda baby reveals my favorite. Although I I really like the Mandalorian. Oh, I love like him. like I'm surprised how much I like it because for me, I'm not usually uh, a main character fan. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know, I don't know why, but like, like in most, <laughs> yeah, like in most things, you know, like the best friend or like the other weird character, like I'm like, oh, that's my favorite, that's my favorite. I mean, my yeah. favorite character in all of Star Wars is Qui Gon Jinn. Come on, uh, but well, I this like the pig guy, so <laughs> yeah, yeah, and so I'm surprised by how much I loved the Mandalorian. I thought Pedro Pascal's performance, like that's really hard to do, mm-hmm. um, to have that physicality, and to have like you know he said like what maybe 20 words the whole episode, if even. Um, and just so much of it without saying was just great. Um, I thought he was really, really good. And then the, just the humanity at the end and, you know, the fight with the blur, he was very human, but also like he wasn't, he wasn't parody. You know what I mean? Like he was human so that he messed up, but when he messed up, it wasn't enough to discredit how badass he was every other time. You know what I mean? Cause you're like, Oh, he's this badass. But then also, yeah, he's punching a blur and he's getting blah, blah, blah. Normally those cancel each other out. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah, okay, I thought you were a badass, but here you are getting handed to, you know. It's like, okay, got it. But somehow they were able to toe the line to where even when these things are happening to him and he's, like, falling off of a blurg and can't ride it, uh, you're still like, okay, well, he's got a little bit of a learning curve here, but he's still this badass bounty hunter that's the best in the parsec. Right. You know, so I I thought they they did the character very, very well, and I'm I'm surprised how much I loved him. Uh, But it did I love that Dave Filoni talked about how the Mandalorian basically like his helmet and the brow of his helmet is basically like the brim of a hat, you know? Yeah. He's a cowboy. Yeah. That was such a cool connection because watching it again, when you see how the light catches on that like brow part of his helmet, it's so true. 
I agree. And it's just awesome. I agree. I also really loved the opening scene a lot. Oh, same. It, it, it grew on me. It. I had to watch it again. Um, but that's the case with me and every new Star Wars thing. Like, even when yeah. I watched Rogue One for the first time, I'm just like, what is happening here? You know? Right. Um, I My brain's the same way. Weekends. Yeah. Yeah. Because so. at first you're not... I don't want to say you're not really watching it, but like you're dissecting it as you're watching it. So you're not really taking all of it in because you're so like, like looking through the scope. Right. You know what I mean? You're like looking at that, but you're not getting the full picture because like, what is that? What is that? Oh, okay. What, she's picking that oh. up. What does that mean? Blah, blah, blah. And trying to figure out the tone because some Star right. Wars movies and shows start out on a funny note. Some start on a very serious note. You yep. know, like Rogue One, we're like diving into the most serious part. And then The Last Jedi is like funny and Force Awakens is pretty serious but it has a little bit of funny when poe's like who talks first you talk first do i talk first right and this one definitely had a little bit of humor but it just just figuring out the tone is is a little difficult sometimes or just like not even difficult it's just weird sure but it worked yeah i love it i love it so much it's a good it was a good first episode it's a very good first episode so pumped for this like i haven't been this excited about star wars in a really long time yeah <laughs> just being real like it's yeah. so awesome yeah of to course feel like i am in this fandom again because for a while there i did not feel like i was yeah and now i'm like whoa i can talk about star wars with my friends and not be complaining the whole time <laughs> sure i i've so. i'm i have this weird part of my brain that's sort of conflicted because my favorite tv show of all time no contest is firefly Mm-hmm. And this is giving me some real Firefly vibes. Like Star Wars Firefly, dude. What you if know, Fillion made a cameo. He'd be so perfect. I would die. Yeah, that'd be. I could see that happening. A hundred percent. He was in Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy. Yeah, I like, feel like if he's he not in it. this first season, he's got to be in the second season. Dude, can you imagine? Yeah. Worlds collide. Yeah. Imagine Alan Tudyk. He's already been in Star Wars as K two. Imagine him like in an alien getup or something. I would love that. I love that man. Same, 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 same. Yeah. So I, I, I'm like, you know, my favorite show of all time is Firefly. My second is Sons of Anarchy, if anyone's wondering. Uh, but The Mandalorian's like creeping around the corner here. Where I was like, what, what's going on? What, yeah. are, what are you doing over there, buddy? You know what I mean? So I'm like, all right, well, yeah. hold on. And you haven't flashed this yet, but you got to see the first three episodes. So I have. You've seen yes. a large portion of it so far. You've seen. I've seen almost half uh, the season. Yep. Yeah. That's and crazy. yeah, I mean, you know, obviously, again, I'm very anti-spoiler, but I can say that it gets better and better and better and better. Like the first episode is like, oh, my God, how are they going to top this? And then the second episode, I'm like, wow, that's my new favorite episode. And then right. the third episode, I'm like, wow, that's my new favorite episode. Like how it's it's incredible. Um, that's such a cool feeling, because I think I think you and I can mutually agree for once that. Yeah. <laughs> animated star wars shows like clone wars and rebels i feel like there are strong episodes not definitely. as strong episodes and then strong episodes and not as strong definitely and there's definitely. definitely ups and downs and that's really exciting to hear that you think it just continues to get better and better it does and i i mean that i'm very surprised um not just from the idea of you know with the animated series that like some are good some are you know not as good but the idea that they can even top that first episode is unfathomable, yeah. you know. But it's like they, they did it. They did it. You know, they they know what Star Wars is. They get it. Right. Um. It. I'm sure it definitely helps having Dave be, you know, an executive producer, uh, with Favreau because like they make all the decisions. Mm-hmm. 
So it's like the directors can come with their ideas and whatnot, but like everyone listens to the EPs. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's pretty amazing to have him there doing it. Uh, and and touch, I, it just gets better. I think even though there's going to be different directors for each episode, this is very much a group effort. And a hundred percent. We talked about that before. I think you were a little bit nervous about having different directors for the episodes, but I think it's just going to work very well. I don't. Yeah, yeah. I'm I mean, I'm, worry I'm about it. Like I said, I'm only worried about the Taika one. <laughs> Everyone else, I feel like, all right, cool. Um, well, he's but even the finale. Then, I know. That's why I'm nervous. <laughs> but it could be cool. I'm sure they'll leave us on a giant cliffhanger and we'll hate him forever yeah. until the second season comes out. Well, I'm also interested about the release schedule, right? So, like, mm-hmm. the first episode was on a Tuesday. Every episode now is Friday, 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 Friday. But then Except there's an episode on the Tuesday. Wednesday. Then, uh, Wednesday. And then episode nine comes out. And then the another one on Friday. So there's an episode before and after episode nine, right. and you know that's intentional. So there's and something you know in this. Dave is gonna do some weird forcey stuff that connects to yeah, weird like there's stuff. <laughs> there's something that's going to happen in the Mandalorian that will directly connect to episode nine in some way. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what does it mean? Yeah, you know, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'm nervous. I'm nervous, but I'm so beyond excited. Yeah. Um. It was very cool, and I'm 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 very thankful uh to to Lucasfilm for letting me go to that event. Um. It Thanks meant for a lot. Thanks for taking my sticker. I did. I took your I was sticker. There in spirit. I have a I have a gray Jedi or garbage sticker in my wallet at all mm-hmm. times, just in case I do cool Star Wars things. I got, I got you with me. Yeah. Um. And I, I got to do that. It uh, it was amazing to see Star Wars on the big screen, uh, especially this Star Wars on the big screen with a crowd right. of people that more than half of them hadn't seen the first episode yet. That's cool. That it was, is really cool. It was pretty amazing. Also, I ran into a, I ran into a buddy of mine. His name's Steven. Uh, I'll shout him out. Hi, Steven, if you're listening. Um, he and I met, it would have been three, three or four years ago now, probably four years ago. Um, he proposed to his girlfriend at the time before a screening of episode seven, and I was I was regional captain of South Florida at the time for the Rebel Legion, and we had a group there, and we did this whole thing where we surprised her. They were sitting in a theater that he had rented out, and a band came up uh, in the front and started playing uh, "I'm Gonna Keep on Loving You." <gasps> that yeah, is so it, it romantic. Was amazing. It was amazing, and like I I was an Imperial officer at the time. Uh, so I got to uh, grab his girlfriend's hand, walk her down. He sang a song to her, and he had a a Funko Pop BB-8 uh, that he hollowed out and had the ring in it, and that was the box. Oh, um, that is so sweet. It, it was pretty amazing. So I ran into him at the screening. Uh, he was there, are and they it was married re- now. They are, yeah, <gasps> and it it was really cool to see him again. And and That's it's so cool. what was funny is on the drive over there, that song came on the radio. And I was with Stop. my buddy. It did. I was with my buddy, and I was like, yeah, every time I hear the song, I think about this. I was like, I hope this guy proposed to his girlfriend. It, it was a really big moment for me. Um, and the fact that I ran into him afterwards, you know, it was the will of the force. It was pretty cool. That's pretty cool. so cool. Yeah. So it was this whole big thing, uh, a whole experience. It was really cool. It was, it was a great night. And That's the best thing about Star Wars is the people that you meet and reconnect with and all that. That's Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's why we love Celebration so much, too. Absolutely. Wow. And it's just uh, what a time to be a fan, That's you know. Cool. It was. It was a great night. Um, yeah, I saw the saw the first three episodes, and whoo, man! It, I kept telling everybody online because there was a good good amount of people there. Um, I was <laughs> I was telling them I was like, you know, this is basically spoiler armor, and they're like, oh, you're mm-hmm. right. I was like, listen, for the next three weeks, we can't be spoiled. 
yeah. that's worth the trip alone. Yeah. You know, so we're that's the that was one of but the most exciting people, parts. You don't have to worry about this because you're very good with secrets. But with some yeah. people, they're probably nervous that they're going to spoil it for someone else. Yeah. Which, you know, this is training. Be better. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. But it was good. It was a great. It was a great experience. Again, thanks to thanks to LFL and for the opportunity and stuff. And I appreciate it. And hi, Stephen. Thanks for <laughs> let me be a part of your hi, special Steven. moment as well. Yeah, I'm fairly certain he listened. So oh, it was cool. cool. Yeah, Stephen's awesome. Really cool. Um. Yeah. Well, again, if you are listening to this and you want to talk about the Mandalorian more with us in a very spoiler-friendly environment, please reach out to either of us on Twitter or Facebook or email. Um, and we'll get you added to our Discord server. And we've also added threads for all sorts of other Star Wars topics. <laughs> Literally so everything. Everything. <laughs> novels, comics, movies, whatever you want to talk about, there's a place for it on yep. Discord. And um, you you don't have to be a, a patron of ours. You don't have to nope. do anything. Literally anybody can join this. Um, yep. And, yeah, it's been really fun because I always forget to, like, post stuff in the Facebook group. I don't really like using Facebook anymore. And a lot of people post really awesome things in there, and I just either forget to reply or I don't even see it. And uh, I've been pretty good about checking Discord now that we have it. So that's really fun. And I highly recommend, if you're not able to watch every episode of The Mandalorian, like, as soon as it airs, turn off the notifications for the Discord app. Um, yes. I've, I've done that, and it works great. Like, I don't see anything on it. I don't get tempted. Nothing pops up on my screen that spoils it. Uh, because, like I said, there we are allowing full spoilers in our Mandalorian thread. Um, yep. So... But everybody's being super respectful, and even after the first episode, people were talking about it, but they still didn't explicitly say Yoda baby for a while because they were still just a little bit nervous about ruining it for other people. But I, th- I think so far it's been working really well yep. um, and helping people not, you know, blab about spoilers on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram. So, yeah. Come join we- our party. It's a very Come fun time. Come join the party. It's yeah. great. The only bad thing is everybody has weird usernames that I have no idea who everybody <laughs> is. <laughs> Not but, me. Yeah, but we're happy for the people that are in it, and it's it's been really fun. Yeah, it's cool. So and we made a space. As far as the podcast goes, yep. the, the next month of my life is so busy <laughs> with work, yep. which is why we didn't think we would do a regular show for the Mandalorian and I I still can't say that it will be regular but we're gonna try to talk about it as much as we possibly can yep um we'll still talk about it but it's not gonna be on a schedule yeah there's no way there's no way you're Um, so busy so busy uh but we're just so excited for this yeah we did it yeah I have spoken (laughs) yep yep so good I have spoken so until next time until next time, oh, wait, where wait, can wait, people wait. find wait. you online? Yeah, I was like, wait, I got to thank our patrons. Uh, you forgot how to do this show. <laughs> I, I did. Um, I feel like it's been a long time. since It has it. been a long time. I don't yeah. think we've podcasted since... 1924. I literally don't even know. It's been a little while. It's, it's been, been a, a while. too long. It has been a while. I think the last time we did a podcast was breaking down the Rise of Skywalker trailer. Yeah, I think so, Sarah. I think so. Sarah? Wait, is that not your name? No. Oh.
Well, where can people find you online? (laughs) You can find me on Facebook at facebook.com slash the dorky diva. I am the dorky diva on Twitter and Instagram. The website is thedorkydiva.com as well. And like I said earlier, if you want to get added to the Discord server or if you just want to ask us any sort of question, um, you can contact us at dorkydivashow at gmail.com. And yeah, where can people find you, Brian? Uh, you can find me online at Jedi Brian everywhere. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all that good stuff. Uh, Patreon.com slash Jedi Brian. Savannah made me talk about myself for a little bit. And this will be the oh only my God. time Why didn't we talk I about ever this, mention guys. it. <laughs> I interviewed Brian as the host Stop of the it. interesting podcast. And it was the most amazing thing ever. And Stop everybody it. should go listen to it. And he was very embarrassed to do it. And he's probably <laughs> going to delete it after this podcast comes out because he's yep. going to be so embarrassed. But if it's still up, you should go listen to it. It is up. It is public. This is the only time I'm ever going to talk about it. So just enjoy that. I'll talk about it every day. It is <laughs> I'll post it every day on Twitter until everybody it, listens to it. It is. Oh, wow. God, it makes me so uncomfortable. It is. Uh, yeah. Patreon.com slash Jedi Brian. It's on there. I don't. I think it's called a bonus episode or something. You'll like learn that. everything about him that you've ever wanted to know. Nobody wants to know this stuff. And it gets it. it bu- it'll it's bum a you out a little sad. bit. <laughs> it's little a little disclaimer. Sad. Yeah, a little disclaimer. It'll but bum Brian's me out. the happiest person in the whole world, and yeah, I mean, that's what whatever. matters. Yeah, whatever. Anyway, um, so that's that. <laughs> I did my duties by talking about it once. Good job. There you go. On the main show, Good you're job. welcome. I'm never mentioning it again. And also, if you do listen to it, let me know. That way I know that you know more about me than I know about you. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> At Jedi Brian everywhere. Check it out. Um, if you already follow me, I apologize. Uh, yeah, so... I need to Until thank our patrons. Time. I need to thank oh, our yes. patrons. God, look, uh, we both forgot how to do this. <laughs> no, I wanted you to I wanted you to talk about your stuff first and then I was Ugh. gonna thank them. Okay. Patrons. So we wanna say a special thank you yep. to Anthony, Ben, Brandon, Brian, Chris, Daz, Dan, Daryl, Devin, Jared, Jen Marie, JC, Jim, Justin, Katie, Samir, Shuri, Sherry, and Tom. Thank you all so Thank much you. for supporting us, even though yes. we have not been putting out a lot of content right nope. now. We but, not. but we're still working on our very secret project that will be we such are. a long process, guys. We, long. we are working on something that is going to take a very long time, yep. and you're going to be sick of us saying secret project. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I promise you, when it's done, <laughs> it'll be worth you'll it. love it. Hopefully you'll yeah. love it. <laughs> Brian's working super hard on it. Um, and For that's, real. I mean, that's also why we haven't been podcasting as much either. That's just a thing. very time consuming, um, very time consuming and he's working really hard on it. I'm working on regular stuff that I'm always working on, Yeah, <laughs> but he's working on the secret project a lot and yep. it's going to be amazing and it'll be worth it. Appreciate everybody still supporting us, even though we're not putting out as much content as usual for now. So for now, we'll get, we'll get back on the blurg soon. Yeah. After the holidays, things will be back to normal. The holidays are just really busy for me, so. Assuming we survive episode nine. Uh, I'll survive. Uh, yeah. <laughs> i hey, Oh, my hey. God. Yes. Yep. Until next time. I have spoken. <laughs> <laughs>